The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern. You know, I'm trying to get through my intro and it's just not working. I've got to tell you guys, I'm like sitting in the car, hiding out the front of CBS. There's inside recording and I have a very special guest co-host on today. Uh, And so we're going to talk about shit about Hollywood, but it's not going to be in the intro. I'd like to welcome my very special guest co-host, Sonia Harley. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? I am almost awake. I'm trying really hard to be functional, and thus far it's not going well. Uh, apparently my headphones aren't working right for the show. I had to, like, get outside to get Wi-Fi service because I can't be anywhere near where they're filming. You know what that's like. If the phone oh, no, you know, yeah. makes a noise or I make, <laughs> I make a noise, they might murder me. Uh, so tell everyone a little bit about yourself. You're going to be my guest co-host for today, which I'm excited by. Oh, awesome. Thank you. And I'm super, super excited to be here, actually, and, you know, chat it up a little bit. But, um, yeah, so I am an artist. I'm a multi-genre artist. I um, was uh, lucky enough to actually be handpicked by Lenny Kilmister of Motorhead's Motorboat to uh, play with Anthrax Slayer and Suicidal Tendencies and made history as the first, you know, like, female black front chick, you know, to play an all-metal tour. I also do jingles, which is super fun. So, like, you probably hear my voice, like, on some Google stuff and some Ross stuff and some Audi or whatever, you know, just different things like that and voiceover type stuff, which is super fun. And, um... You know, uh, TV shows as well, like, you know, uh, with Wayne Brady and stuff like that that I've done, which has been super fun. So I'm just definitely surrounded myself with all things that have to do with keeping people's mind at ease and entertaining them, whether it's music or whether it's visual. I just feel like that that's the place that, you know, I've been put in for the universe that God has put me here to keep people smiling, feeling good, and definitely being truthful with people as well, because, you know, Bullshitting people gets you nowhere, gets them nowhere. So I pretty much stand by that. But yeah, I'm excited to I be have, here, and I'm ex- I have to, I have to disagree with you on that. If you've ever told an A-list actress she looks fat in a dress, then that is a good reason to bullshit. I've had things thrown at me. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think you're just a better person than the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, you know, like sometimes it just, I I won't say like anything at all, but, and then that just gets me in trouble. But, you know, it's like, don't ask me (laughs) unless you really want the truth, unless I'm told that I have to just sort of kind of like, you know, pacify someone or, or whatever, then I'm like, okay, but for the most part, you know, hey, I'm an Aries, you know what I mean? So like, we're very much, we don't think a lot of times about different things. So it's just like, ah, you know, but I'm learning, I'm learning. I get my, my wisdom kicks in every once, you know, yeah. 
I'm, I'm still waiting for wisdom to kick in. I've been working on it for a hot minute. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's more of an impulse control issue. I do yeah. have to say, though, I just, there, there, there is a part. I, I'm a big believer in honesty, usually to the point of insulting people. Um, yeah. But there is the point that my honesty has, learned, has, has taught me there are points when I should lie. <laughs> like, being overly yeah, honest hey. led me to the point where I'm like, it, it's time to lie. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, you know, you have to do certain things just to make sure that um, everything stays safe and that things unfold the way that they're supposed to. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's like some story in the Bible or wherever where I don't know who it was, but he lied and said that his wife was his sister because if he did not do that, like, I guess the the king would have probably had him killed just to take, you know, to take her because, you know, because like, oh, he was really taken by how beautiful she was. And then he was like, oh, who is she? But, oh, she's my sister. And then at the end of the day, culturally for them, it was like, oh, how could you do that to me? Because he made a pass at the woman. And then now he feels disgraced because it's like, I didn't know she was married. And But of course, if he would not have said that she was his sister, he would have said she was his wife. Then it would have been his life and his head on a plate. And then the guy would have taken over. So sometimes things do work out for the better. That's, so you're on the right that's track, a better Summer. story. That that sounds like that sounds like a way better reason to lie. I just do it to avoid like getting a top model to dump a cappuccino on my head. I have had that happen. <laughs> um, oh like, no! I, that's, that's the point where I'm like, no, no, no. Or when I have to deal with a client that's like, hey, I got caught uh, with a hooker. Can you fix this? I'm like, yeah, it's not a big deal. Not a big deal. We can fix really? it. We can fix it. Well, she's yeah, so, she's gonna be your psychiatrist. Okay. It's like, not it's a hooker. Cool. It's cool. And then it's the, uh, okay, so what if it was two hookers? I'm like, oh, my God, just tell me what happened. Oh, wow. Yeah. As long as you know the truth, then it's better for you to be able to cover up for it. But if you don't know the full truth, uh, well, then again, I don't know, maybe it's not good to know I, the full truth. <laughs> I always tell people to own it. Like, as, as funny as it sounds, it was a Cindy Honig. She wrote a book called PR Rockstar. If you guys ever get a chance to read it, read it. She was working with uh, Hugh Grant after he got caught with a hooker. And she told him to go on all of the late night shows and own it and apologize. And this is in the 90s when her whole job was to tell him to lie. And he's not the only one that got caught. A lot of them did. And he argued with her and argued with her and argued with her. And he finally got him to go on. And uh, it saved his career. So there, there is a point where honesty is really a good thing, especially owning yeah, your Yeah, what about Hugh Grant? Remember Hugh Grant with the one hooker chick? And yeah, that, that, that's the, he that's became the, famous that's over the one that. we're talking about. Yeah, okay, that's, yes, that's who yes, she was defending. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> wow, She's the one yeah, who told that's... him to go own it and apologize. Well, it's a good thing he did. I mean, it was, it's like his, it's definitely has made history. And it and that is, hooker definitely got a whole lot of work after that, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She was, and by the way, and I'm going to say this, and I'm not sure where you stand on it, but I always say this. Um, I'm a big believer in they should legalize prostitution, tax prostitution, and that stops pimps from taking advantage of people. I'm just saying. Of course, I also believe oh, no, that uh, I, adult I totally agree should that. be allowed in the union. <laughs> yeah. I like, completely I'm, I'm agree that they should legalize it. Because they're doing it anyway, and then on top of that, I mean, come on, you know, like, it's getting done, and then there are a lot of women that are just getting taken advantage of for nothing yep. at all. So it's kind of like, no, you know, it's, it's uh, yeah, I'm I'm 100% with that. I think that that should definitely be something that's, that's um, 
looked at, you know, maybe on the next election. You know what I mean? Maybe we should write the bill. We should, like, try to get it passed. I agree. Like, I think the the two things, I actually got in trouble for uh, wanting to legalize prostitution, and I got in trouble with the union because I thought said adult film actors should be allowed in the uh, Screen Actors Guild. Got in trouble for that one, too. Wow, why why are they not allowed in SAG? That's weird. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're not. And uh, so a lot of, and it's funny, the crew that you'll find for anyone out there, the crew that you find on any uh, porn set on the weekend is the same crew that was like shooting Supergirl three days beforehand. Same crew, they're just working, uh, sometimes they're working union, sometimes they're working outside of bounds. I'm not going to knock them for it. But... Um, they can all be union, but the actors in adult film are not allowed to be union, and it's because SAG doesn't want to be associated with adult film stars. Okay, so then why are there certain films that have scenes that look like they're straight from an adult film? Um, see, that's the thing. <laughs> if I take your pants yeah. off and I put <laughs> nice music behind it and there's a good story, it's art. If I take your pants off and it's meant to arouse you, or at least I'm honest about it needing to arouse you, then it's porn. They're both supposed to arouse you, but we just pretend one of them's art. Yeah, maybe they're, maybe maybe what it is is that like, okay, well, no, you know, we have method actors and we have actors that actually, you know, are acting. They're not just doing sexual acts, but they're actually oh, acting <laughs> and the sexual act is a part of it. So therefore... No, not to say that adult actors can't be uh, actors, you well, know. they are actors. You never faked an orgasm? Yes. It's not like, come on. Yeah. It's, it's not that easy. And these women are doing it all day. Like, I'd rather do a role than do that all day. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just saying. No doubt. Like, but it's anyone so interesting. Like, the there are some films that, like, at least the storylines are a little bit better than some of the films that are just the storylines are just like, come on, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, that's what mm-hmm. it's for, so. But I, I, I Look, think I just, I've seen a few, and I like the ones where they're actually it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of like a, it's kind of like a real film, a real, real movie before yeah. they, like, actually get into the sexual acts, right? A little more entertaining. Yep. See, but that's it. But that's porn geared towards women. Women like more of a storyline, more of a build-up. Guys just like, you know, hardcore porn. At least that's generically exactly. where the numbers break down. There is a twist where some men like the other and women like the other. It's back and forth. But numbers-wise, that's how it breaks down. But you can't watch 365 days and tell me that's not porn. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> I'm just saying, I... I had to sit through that, and it was Twilight fan fiction is where that started, which was ironic because Twilight, uh, I mean, that was Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction, which was ironic because Fifty Shades of Grey was Twilight fan fiction. And I like Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm not knocking Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, just no, saying. I'm saying, yeah, I know. Like, I'm just saying I like it, but it was definitely, you know, a little... A little S and M going on, a little, you know. There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff happening in Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, why? So why is that considered like why is that sad, acceptable, and the other stuff isn't interesting? I think that this is going to say sound really terrible, and I know we have a lot of uh, men that listen to this show, so don't hate me here when I say this. And if you do, just tweet me about it. It's fine. I think there's a lot of internalized misogyny that goes in with it when it comes down to. 
the the men in um, film in adult film often do cameos and come into mainstream film. Women don't okay. always. Wow. I never really well, think of, thought about that, you know, but yeah, but you're actually, you're really right about that. I haven't seen oh, any women, hardly very few that would try to cross over from doing adult films into actual, like, like mm-hmm. yeah. Ron Jeremy, Jesse James, like a lot of them cross over and the women don't. So I think we need to have a rule. Uh, if you are acting on camera, you get to be in the union. And now I'm going to get hate mail from SAG. <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. Guys, when we come back, we are going, God, this is the worst possible. There was so much Hollywood stuff we were going to be talking about, and Sonia and I talked about porn. So there you go. Uh, (laughs) On a completely unrelated note, when we come back, we are going to be on with Bird. You'll know him from Judge Judy. I'm really excited to have him on. Um, My normal co-host, who I know you'll like, Beth Yoda, is out filming today. He's going to be pissed. He really wanted to be on when Bird was on. Uh, He's the one that wanted Bird on. So he's sulking right now. I've been getting text messages nonstop. Aww. If you want to donate to Free MMA, you can text MMA to 801-801. Remember, it's non-profit for the kids. And every time we use bad language on the show, and I'll add in to talk about porn, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and Free MMA. We swear, because we care. We'll be right back with Bird and a much more cleaned-up mouth, I promise, after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host. I'm Helene, and we are on with my very special guest co-host, Sonia, who apparently, and oh, I got caught there. I got to tell you guys, I'm out the front of CBS trying to hide so I don't interrupt recording. So, so far, I've dropped things, knocked things, and I broke a bottle of water. I didn't even know that was possible. We are on with our very special guest, and I have to tell you all, Bear is going to be 
so upset. He's the one that invited him on. He wanted to be on when he's on, and now he's filming, so he's throwing a fit. Aww. I know he's in the studio trying to listen to this. Our very special guest, okay, I'm going to say Petri Adonis Bird, but you all know him better as Bird from Judge Judy. He is an American court show bailiff, a television personality, a social media personality, an actor, a voice actor, a writer, and a former New York State court officer. Holy hell, you've done a lot. G'day, Bird. Welcome to the show. Oh, well, thanks for having me on, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I had to cram a lot of living into these 65 years, so. <laughs> oh, boy, you have. So i got to say, I know I met you at an event, Bear met you at an event, and he was so excited for you to come on. And the one week, he's, he's missed one show in like two years, the one week that he's <laughs> filming, uh, you came on, and I will not repeat the language he used. It was not nice. <laughs> well, I, I, I just listen. If he's if he's out making a porno movie, then you know by all means I can I can understand. You know, because you got to put in you got to put in the work. You know, <laughs> I I think he'd be happier if it was a porno movie. <laughs> I think I think he'd be having a little bit more fun. He's a cage fighter. Mostly, he spends his time getting punched. I don't think that's as much fun. As <laughs> <You're right. laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that. But uh, yeah, you know, and and there's probably less lines to remember in the porno movie. You know, <laughs> yeah, you most know. definitely. I think the script Excuse is me, really lady, very Where would you small. like this? Where would you like this pepperoni pizza? You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're on the I love table. That. That's it. Okay. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> On the table, now, please. You know. Now, I have and to ask you, Bud. You've had a a hugely diverse career. What made you decide to get into entertainment? Because that's a big jump from being a court officer uh, to being a, such a well-known entertainer. You you know it's 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 funny. Uh, you know, there are certain passions that you have in life from like early on, and um, and and if you don't if you don't follow that passion, if you don't pursue it, um, sooner or later it it it, uh, it overtakes you. You know, so so when I was a kid, um, I, I watched a lot of TV, a lot of old movies and stuff, man, and uh, heard a lot of uh, very funny comedians. Um, was exposed to a lot of great music, and so being an entertainer was in me. And and you know, if if you knew my family, they would tell you, man, that it came as no surprise when I finally got on television every day. It came as no surprise to them. The only surprise to them was how little I had to say in the role that I played for 25 years. <laughs> you know, oh, wow. you know, I. I I I stood next to her honor and she did all the talking, you know. Um, so yeah, you know, you all know, my the friends. Universe, the universe definitely yeah. had a place for you. You know what I mean? Like so I, I, I it seemed like the universe was like, Okay, so here we go, you're perfect for this and now 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 you are gonna be able to be in a position to show people that their dreams are possible just by saying what you said, like growing up and loving um, movies and, and things of that nature and then making history as like for one of the longest running like court show bailiffs 
that's in history. Like you, you're a history. The, the longest running. Thing. He is the longest running. The longest running. That's and that's amazing that's 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 to me. I love that. Can you guys please call Guinness World Book? And uh, and, tell, and tell them I, I love the way they put her in there. They put the judge in there as like the longest continuous running judge or something. And I'm like, yeah, but then that makes me the longest running bailiff. And uh, exactly. how come I can't You're not get in there, there either. Yeah, I, can, can, I, can, I, can, can a brother, can a brother get a nod? You know, so I know. So, uh, I do know someone at Guinness, on the and I will call. Yeah, but but it, you know you know what's funny is that you know um, I, I sort of feel like uh, Ginger Rogers was to Fred Astaire. You know they said that Ginger did everything that Fred did, only she did it backwards and in heels. You know I, I yep. sort of feel like that. I've <laughs> I've listened to every case Judge Judy. Listened. Matter of fact, I have the distinction of having listened to every case that came before Judge Judy. <laughs> she did a lot of talking, but I did a lot of listening. You know, listening. Yeah. Wow. May I ask, yeah. what was sure. the most memorable case from that show for you? Wow. Wow. Um, so having done, like, probably about 10,000 cases uh, or over 10,000 cases, um, uh, probably one of the most memorable was uh, – and 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 I don't know why I don't know why it's so memorable, but it was where she was talking to this man, and he says um, she's telling him like you know so tell me why you know um, you know uh, why this happened uh, and why you didn't pay this on time or whatever, and he says something about November, and she goes no 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 July, and he goes no I'm telling the truth. She says no July. And he goes, no, I'm telling you the truth. She goes, July, <laughs> July, <laughs> J-U-L-Y. And then she looks at me, and I'm looking at her like, I can't help you with this one. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, it's, it, it's funny because it's on YouTube, and every once in a while, every once in a while, just for nostalgia's sake, I will look up that particular case and just watch it again. <laughs> You know, that is but, hilarious. Uh, oh, fu- funny stuff, man! Funny stuff. You know. So, did you ever like, ever were you ever prepared for like if just in case you know you got a super irate like you know person like things could go a little sideways? Was that ever like in the back of your mind? Oh yeah, I was I was always prepared for that, and my preparation was I ain't fighting. Jack, <laughs> not fighting anybody. So, so, so watch this. You, 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 you'll love this. You'll love this. So, when I was a court officer, when I was an actual court officer in New York City Family Court, right? You go through training and all that kind of stuff, and they tell you, you know, that if anything goes down or whatever, you know, your primary job is to protect the courtroom and to make sure that you protect the judge. You know, so you know, physically, yeah. you'd have to get involved if 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 somebody came and was, you know, just like inconsolable and the things didn't go their way. And so and so for years I did that and that was that was fine. And then 
Um, I left law enforcement, um, and I uh, became a high school counselor. I, I moved out to California and became a high school counselor. And one day, while in my role as a high school counselor, I happened to take my coffee break, and I was reading the paper, reading the newspaper, and I happened to notice this name in Liz Smith's gossip column that I recognized. And it was Judge Judy Shiland, and it said that she had written this book called Don't Pee on My Leg and Tell Me It's Raining. That's how I knew it was definitely her. She used to always say it. And then it said that they were developing a TV show for us. So I get excited, and I write her a letter. Okay, this is to show you how long ago this happened. I actually wrote a letter <laughs> using, an instrument, using an instrument called a pen, and I wrote this letter, and uh, and and I faxed it off to to the courthouse, and in uh, uh, in the letter, you know, it was like congratulations and all that. And at the end of it, I put, you know, P.S. If you ever need a bail, if I still look good in uniform, well, that joke wound up turning into 25 years of, you know, being in television and being on the air with her. Wow, you know. But but you know it's 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 amazing how you know how things happen in your life and 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 how, like you said how the, how the universe will make room for you so you know so so my entire time uh, standing there listening to all these cases and everything you know I I was doing other stuff I was doing you know I was doing uh, uh, commercials. You know, I, I I did my first commercial with James Earl Jones. I was like, wow, you know, I'm oh I'm with Darth Vader. Is it? He's the yeah, the Darth Vader voice. Okay. Awesome. Oh yeah, you know, you know, I I, I loved meeting him, man. You know, because he was like, you know, this is CNN. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's you. You 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 Mufasa. You know, you know. Let me show you something, Simba. You know, and uh, <laughs> so so I I loved I loved that I got a chance to meet all all these people that I had once seen on television or had seen in the movies and stuff like that. You know. Um, I, I was actually getting a chance to be around these people and to work with these people. Samuel L. Jackson, you know, you know, you know, can, 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 can you, can you curse on this program? You know, you guys are adult, you know, can you, can you use colorful oh, yeah. language on this program? Oh, oh so I can say motherfucker and get away with it. You know? That's amazing. <laughs> I gotta tell you, yeah. every time you every time you curse on this show, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and Free MMA. So every time you swear, you're giving money to charity. Oh shit! Well, fuck that. That's what we're gonna do from <laughs> now on. Goddammit! No. <laughs> we, we had to put that in. Matter of fact, y'all should have Samuel Jackson on there. You <laughs> you'll break the bank. <laughs> oh, actually, we exactly. had Sean Patrick Flannerty on, and he said the f word seventy two times in thirty minutes at Comic Con. That's why we now have to give money to charity. <laughs> oh wow. I would say that's a damn shame, but that's definitely a hell of a cool thing. <laughs> you, you, you used to say that's a damn shame, but that's pretty light. You only have to give like half the money for for damn. I know, yeah. <laughs> so that's terrible. Yeah. All right, guys. Oh my gosh! So you know, 
Um, acting, speaking of acting, and I saw that, you know, you were playing the father of this uh, a movie called A Polished Soul. That you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, that um, was really cool. Is that it's a branch out for you? And, like, how was that experience for you? Guys, we've got to actually was, freeze for one sec. We've got to go to break. When we come back, yeah. I want to hear about that. I didn't know about that movie, so I want to know. Somebody needs to tell me. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my guest co-host, Sonia. Hey, Sonia, give them a shout-out. Tell them where your hey. social media is. And our very, very special guest, Bird, will be right back after this. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are back with my gorgeous co-host, Sonia Harley, and our very, very special guest, Bird. You'll know him from Judge Judy. You'll know him from his work online because you're already tweeting me about it. And we are talking Ooh. about all things entertainment and an amazing career that he's had. I do want to give a quick shout-out to KM Extend. Thank you for my hair extensions because, let's face it, I look like shit most of the time and you guys make me acceptable for the red carpet. I love you. And Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon, thank you for saving my ass when I fucked up my hair and dyed it brown. That was a mistake. That wasn't what I was going for. COVID's me. <laughs> G'day, guys. Welcome back to the um, Yeah, I, I keep having to thank the hair salon. I, I, I tried to do my own highlights during COVID. Things went terribly wrong. Like, really bad. It was oh, not really? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, but, there are bald patches. <laughs> like, it was bad. Um, oh, no. I'm glad now, they fixed it, and I'm glad that you're gorgeous again. Like you should. Thank you. <laughs> Can I ask where you're yeah. from? I'm from Sydney, Australia. Actually, technically, my family's from Burnie, Tasmania. We're from the smallest island at the little town at the bottom of the world. 
Okay. I, I, thought, I, thought I, did, I thought I detected that. I, I, I just, I just love you. I, I, you know, I love the way you can, you know, you can thank your sponsors and stuff like that. And yeah, and you know, and, uh, I want to thank, uh, you know, this, this. Uh, particular place that did my hair because you know I, I walked in there and I was all fucked up and it was two shades of brown yeah. and I had you know one one dreadlock you know and it's like <laughs> I'm, just sitting, I'm just sitting over here laughing like like trying to contain myself you, you, you're brilliant I love it <laughs> well thank you I, I have to give him credit it, it was bad it was bad I'm a blonde and I, I'm a natural blonde, so getting that color out was a nightmare for them. There is a reason. I tried to do it at home, and I have bald patches. It, it was bad. I look good now, though. Like, it was, they saved me. Um, well, I'm glad you got it back working right and looking good yeah. as you should. I, I think we're oh all recovering from, like, home, home makeovers during COVID, at least all the women I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I so will say- tried so many different things during COVID. I mean, what are you going to do when you're, like, stuck inside and they won't let you go outside? And it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and try that red color that I never thought I would ever do because no one's going to see me anyway because I can't go outside. So, yeah, you know. That's I, tried a home I, I tried a home well, bikini wax. Wife, my, wife started, my wife started cutting my hair. How did it come out? Did oh, you great. Do good? Oh no! It it, it 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 came out brilliant, you know. Because the, the funny thing was that um, so we had finished doing twenty five years of Judge Judy, and my hair was virtually the same length and you know same color throughout, and uh, and and so once we uh, once we finished doing Judge Judy, and we were you know we were locked in for COVID, um, it was like, well, hell, you know, they, here, here's the clipper, just take it off. And uh, when she did that, um, I, I got called in to do uh, a, a soap opera, uh, The Bold and the Beautiful. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I got I to gotta grow my hair back. And they were like, nah, you're, you're fine. <laughs> you look great. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh cool. okay. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm glad they like, dug it. That's awesome. Yeah, embrace yeah, I, your embrace I, your embrace your male pattern baldness, you know. <laughs> hey, well, if it but not, works, but not it if works. it's coming out in patches. Not not if they got it in no, little patches. That's no patches. good. <laughs> oh my god! During COVID, I was stuck. I was not stuck. Actually, it was actually really fun. I was filming the Christmas Carolers challenge the whole time. So they had us quarantined, like the whole set. Everyone was sitting here and there. And the guy that played like Superman—I can't think of his name—but um, the Superman TV show that was that used to come on. He was mm-hmm. like one of the hosts for it, and it was super fun. So my hubby has dreadlocks that have now like they're. They're, like, down butt level now. Like, when, I, when we first met, they were, like, barely at shoulder length, barely. But, you know, and I changed my hair, like, a million times. That's why my hashtag is the girl with a million looks, because you just never know what you're going to get with Sonya Harley. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do either, so it's super fun, and I just switch up, like, a whole lot. But, um, but yeah, you know, I think that taking risks are good, and sometimes things just happen because they need to. And you could just have, you know, like – you know, just happened to like sort of hop on, the, get on the look that was necessary for what was meant for you at that time. Because like there's times where I want to change my hair and I'm like, no, I'm not going to change it. I don't change it. And I go and they're like, oh, my God, we love your look. And I'm like, I hated it. Like I hated it, like all the way up until I came in. And then now you guys are saying you love the look. OK, great. So I'll stick with it for a little while until I have to finish 
whatever it is that I'm doing, you know so, what I mean? But I think it's fun. And so I the, think women, I think, huh? I think we're the, we're the most so the like, more, I don't, I can't stay the same. I get so bored summer. Like I get so freaking bored. I have to change it well, up. Like, so the moral of the story is shave your head and you get to go on the bold and the beautiful. Exactly. That's pretty much that's it. That's it. Yes. Embrace, that's, embrace, uh, that's, the change that's, and hope, embrace the change and hope for the best. <laughs> I like that. Now, before we went to break, Sonia was asking you about a new show you have, a new film. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, a uh, yeah, soul. a polished soul. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, uh, the guy, Mike Ray Anderson, uh, this film is an autobiographical film, um, that he wrote and produced and directed and, 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 and in fact was starred in. So, you know, he's, he's a quadruple threat. And, uh, I met Mike at the National Black Theater Festival in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He's from North Carolina. And I met him on a panel. We were doing a panel for, uh, 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 some some boys in um in in North Carolina and we brought them all in and we called it Man Talk and you know a bunch of guys sat up there on a panel and 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 talked about their experiences and their lives and tried to share it with these boys and Mike was one of them and when he spoke he started talking about you know the fact that he did I, I think it was like 17 years in prison and uh, he was on death row at one point you know they were looking wow. to give him the death penalty and oh my uh, god uh, and and through some through through some miracle of miracles which you will see in in a polished soul um, he managed to you know avert not, not only avert the death penalty but managed to get out of prison and and turn his life around and uh you know become a uh, uh a writer and producer and 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 all of those things and so he's he's a fantastic individual to know and he asked me when we were on the panel he asked me would I be willing to uh play his father and I went sure you know so he, he flew me into North Carolina, and uh, and I got an opportunity to uh, portray, you know, portray his father. Um, That's and, amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 the film is, you know, getting a lot of awards and a lot of accolades, and you know, uh, I, I think it's on uh, Amazon Prime at this point, and uh, uh, it's getting a lot of mileage. Is 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 what it, what it lacks in 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 technical. Um, expertise or a technical finesse, it, it more than makes up for in terms of the story, you know, uh, uh, it's well worth, uh, well worth anybody God. taking the time out to watch it. Oh, if cool. it's that yeah. good, I have a couple of companies that are looking to pick up some films, have him give me a call. No joke. I've got companies like multiple studios right now need projects. So if it's good, send them my way. We're desperate for content. Don't tell anyone. That's why we're overpaying. Yeah. Got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. But what is it like for you to be recognized at these events and to have so many people look up to you, want to emulate you, and want to work with you? Wow, uh, it's it's uh, it's humbling. You know, it's it's very humbling um, uh, because you know, again, for 25 years, um, 
I, I wore this uniform. I stood next to Judge Judy, and you don't you don't you don't realize what an impact that has on people's lives until you know you run into them at in the airport or at the supermarket or at you know. Uh, uh, fundraising events and stuff like that, but I've always I've always had a heart for um, for the community, and I was I've, I've always been just a regular guy. And so the great part about being in uniform all the time was that people would see me in different places, and they weren't sure if it was me, you know, or wow. they weren't sure who I was, you know. So people would walk up and go, "Hey." Didn't I, uh, what, what we locked up, uh, in the same prison for six years together, you know, no, 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 no. That was the other me. Thank you. You know, (laughs) but they, you know, so, so it's either that or, or they, or they would say, Hey, you're Bird from Judge Judy, and I go, yeah, I am, and they go, no, you're not, and I go, well, what, then what'd you say it for? <laughs> what are you bothering me for? You know, but uh, but uh, you know, there, there again, there are just times when, when uh, being recognized uh, is good. You know, when you get to skip the line a little, or you know, you get a better seat at the restaurant. You know, and then there's times where. You're not so lucky, you know, like that man just robbed the bank. Hey, you're an officer. Go get him. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. I portray one on TV. Like, no, no, no. That's the TV show. This is reality. I'm good. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, you know, it's funny because when we, when we first started doing Judge Judy, uh, we had uh, probably one of our first cases. We had a gentleman who was a little, he was slightly agitated, and um, you know, we had a mock courtroom set up. You know, so you know, it was a set that they built, and so the podiums that the people were standing at were held down by tape. You know, and uh, and so uh, the judge is talking to this guy, and and the guy is getting upset because. The, the defendant scammed him out of twenty five hundred dollars, and so the the guy is very passionate, and he you know he's getting mad, and he's saying, Your Honor, when this charlatan, when this 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 con man, and he's and he's you can hear him pulling up the, the podium, <laughs> you, know, you, you, you hear the podium shredding from the floor, like, <laughs> you know. So oh, no. the judge kind of looks the, the judge kind of looks at me and tells me to go get behind him, you know, and so. I go and stand behind him, you know, and and every time he's getting upset and he's pulling this podium up, I'm like, you know, leave leave the podium. She's listening to you. Everything is cool, you know. And so so after the case is over, after the case is over, they came to me and they said, hey, uh, we were just wondering, uh, what would you do? Uh, if if anything happened, if you know, if anybody you know went after the litigants, went after each other, or they came after the judge, you know, I said, well, what are you indemnifying me to do? What you know? And, you know, and they're looking at me like indemnify. I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, it's a, it's it's an insurance term. It means you got me covered, <laughs> you know. Exactly. And so so they looked at me and they said. Well, we really can't do anything, you know, like uh, because of legal ramifications and blah, blah, blah. And I just looked at him and I said, then you have your answer. Nothing. I will do nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know what? You know what? You get paid. You get paid more to act like the president of the United States than you get 
being the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. Well, the same thing is true in law enforcement. You get more money to act like law enforcement than you get being law enforcement. You know, so I would say, let me let me make it clear to you all the time. This is an acting gig, okay? You know, it may have started out because, you know, because I was a, I was a court officer, you know, so, you know, it's, 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 it's art imitating life. But believe me, I'm going home every day with a whole skin, you know. And, yeah. You know, if, if something starts, if some shit starts out here, it's going to be like, cut, cut. <laughs> Security, you, know exactly. you better come and get them. You, you better come you know and get them because I'm not fighting. You still have a wife to go home to, and you know what I mean? That's like, right. That's, not, yeah. <laughs> that's right. A wife, wife, children, a mortgage. I, I got I got to keep up with those things, man. Uh, so I'm not fighting nobody. Yeah. You know that was like some producer. It was someone like me sitting there going, um, can we turn this into Jared Springer? Like, how do we bump these ratings? If we get someone right, to, like, right. you know that was shifty. Right, right. Well, you know, let, let's face it. We had the mouth that roared. You know what I'm saying? We, she was sitting mm -hmm. up there. You know, she spent so much time. What used to kill me about Judge Judy is she, she, she reminded me. She reminded me like one of those little dogs, you know, that's behind the fence and he's yapping the entire <laughs> time behind the fence, like. And then you open the and then you open the fence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they go, oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. There was a fence here before. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, they were doing better, things. Better, when you I close better, the fence and they go back to it again. <laughs> they go right back to yapping. That's it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's there antagonizing people. You know, you're an idiot. You're in, you're you're a boob. You're, you're you're just stupid. And I'm looking and I'm going. This guy is six six. I would I would you know ixnay on the upid stay. You know. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow, but I mean, what a journey for you, though. Like, what an experience, what an amazing, like, um, you know, way to just hop in on your journey and, and, and do some cool things with someone like that and then oh, yeah. say, hey, we're looking for someone just like you, as a matter of fact. Like, writing that letter that you actually wrote, like you said, um, changed, you know, changed the course of your life. Like one letter, just it changed it and it made it for the better. Yeah. It made it really fun and, you know, it made you a household name and, and, and a history maker as well. I'm going to keep saying that. They need to put you in the Guinness Book of World Records. I'm going uh, right to call, along I with swear, him. I'm going to call Guinness. I'm going to call Guinness for him. Yeah. I know someone I'll there. I'm calling Guinness. That's right. Um, That's right. I can hear it now. Hello, Guinness? <laughs> Is this Alec Guinness? <laughs> oh, no. I, I know one of the producers. I know one of the editors, and I'm kind of an asshole. I'll win. So, uh, oh, good, Summer. I'm, yeah, loving, you. I'm, lo I'm loving you. I'm loving you right now. <laughs> Should definitely do you. That. Hey, you guys heard of the Brain yes. Games on the Road? Have you heard, heard of that show called Brain Games? No. I have not. Okay, no, no, I've, game, I've, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen it, right? It, it, uh, uh, I, 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 at Target, or, or I, I don't know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Like, okay, yeah, they probably, they probably have. Um, yeah, I think that you mean like the board game, right? Yeah. Right, and right. It, it, it comes, in, it comes in a little packet or something like that, and it's got all these cards and and the brain game. Yeah, it's kind of like trivia. Like a TV show that. Yeah, so they have a TV show that they actually filmed, right? And so we Shut filmed up. in, like, Santa Clarita. And I'm not kidding you. So 
Brain Games on the Road. It's on Net Geo. Summer, I was going to tell you about that. So I'm on that show, right? Super, super fun. Um, but yeah, it's go. a really fun show. I know. And they, I think they're going to bring it back for like another season. It. I'm not sure. But um, Now you need to take Bird on it. That's the rule. Actually, speaking of trivia, Bird, you are the answer yeah. in a lot of a lot of trivia questions. You're the answer. <laughs> Have you ever crossed <laughs> yourself in that? There's there's actually a dirty adults game where you take cards out of a box. There are some black ones, some white ones, and you put them all together. Your name's in that. Uh-huh. You should go check it out. Um, Shut up. <laughs> and I'm blanking on the name of the game, but. Have okay. you ever come across yourself as the answer to a trivia game? Yes, 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 twice. Twice you'll love this. Okay, and, and okay. the first time, it, it had to be like, um, I'm, I'm going to say about two years ago, maybe three years ago, and I was the answer on a Jeopardy question. Yep. <laughs> yep. Right on. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Wait a minute. And then, then just a few weeks ago, uh, my aunt calls me from... Um, uh, from from the East Coast, right? So so she's three hours ahead of me, right? And she calls me up and she goes, "Listen, I want to tell you, you are the answer to a trivia question on College Bowl, right?" And I, you know, I I saw College Bowl like years ago, eons ago, when I was a, when I was a kid. I, I, they they had that program on, but I didn't know that they that they had restarted it, and that uh, I think Peyton Manning is the, is the host of the show. Him and him and his uh, him and his brother, but they have College Bowl, and they had this speed round, right? Where you where the where the team had to answer as many questions uh, in in sixty seconds or however long that they could answer, and okay. and 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 they 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 use my name. And they and the, and the team got it right. <laughs> I like that. Oh, that so, I, uh, I was, were was, you able to catch the show? Did you, were you able to get it? Or what, I did. I did. No, I have. Oh, I have. It, I have it recorded. I have it recorded. It's <laughs> I, you know. I you know. I took my phone and I actually recorded it. You know because I said you know if I put it if I put it on my DVR as soon as I get. A, a certain amount of shows on there is going to knock it out, you know. But I, but I actually have it on my phone right now. Yep. Here's that one so for you. You and your wife you have, have a show that you guys were doing, right? Like a, a yes, talk show yes. or something, like a Bonding I'm, with Bird or something like that. Bonding, on, uh, bonding with Bird. Yes. We, uh, matter of fact, we're we're trying we're trying to uh, start it up again um, at the beginning of twenty uh, three. Gonna try to in January. We're gonna try to uh, reboot, reboot it, but uh, but uh, our, Again, our episodes are still on YouTube. You know, give it to me. Always looking for content. I'm just saying, okay. desperate. Yeah. Everyone I know. Okay. Where do they? Where, where do we find it? They find it on YouTube or Facebook or like where yeah. is it at? Yeah. No, you can you can you can find it on YouTube. Just put in the search engine bonding b o n d i n g. I think it's spelled bonding because uh, her last name is Bond. Um, so bonding with Bird B Y R D. Okay. Oh, I love it. We got more. That is so amazing. We we we, start, we started it when we were when we were you know quarantined or you know like uh, you know uh, uh, we were trapped inside uh, and she's she's my best friend she makes me laugh all the time I make her laugh we're we're like goofy together and uh, we're 27 years apart. Uh, 
<laughs> and and so it makes for some very fun moments. You know? Wow! Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm the old crotchety guy, and she's the young hottie. And uh, you know, <laughs> um, you know uh, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I That's maybe I got that back. Maybe I'm the you're, maybe you're, I'm the old the hottie, and the she's the young crotchety <laughs> girl. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> but uh, I have to but, tell you, we have so, we, we have so much fun. You know, we yeah, just got a response yeah. from Twitter. Apparently, people listening watch your show. I've got them tweeting in live as we talk, so if you hear ding-ding in the background, that's what's going on. The card game you're in is Cards Against Humanity. It's a dirty game, just FYI, but you're in that. Wait, wait, wait. What's it called? Cards Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're in Cards Against Humanity. The answer is Bird from Judge Judy. And you don't want to know. People wrote in how they wrote that answer. You don't want to know. Um, but apparently <laughs> we have people that are really right. looking Name forward. the biggest dick on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't mean that in a nice way. We don't, we don't mean oh. that in a porno sense. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Where can everyone find you on social media? Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Bird the Bailiff. Uh, some, sometimes, sometimes it's best to stick with what you know. Bird the Bailiff mm-hmm. uh, on on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, Petri Hawkins Bird on uh, on Facebook. I like that. And I think that now, I think that's I think that's the only place I am. I, I'm I'm not a TikToker, and <laughs> so you just need to take clips of your show. Apparently, you've got some people that like it. They're tweeting. I'm just, just for clips. Then you get more viewers. And you're entertaining oh, yeah. as hell, according to a whole bunch of people on Twitter that are blowing up. Stop tweeting me. I only have one phone and I'm in the CBS lot. Stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I should have I warned you. I'm semi-famous. <laughs> <laughs> You've got, you have a fan base. They're, they're tweeting. So I have to ask yeah, you, we have about five minutes left of the show. What do you want to okay. say to everyone out there? What do I want to say oh, to everyone? One minute left. Yeah. We have oh. one minute left of the show. <laughs> one minute. Okay. Okay. Can I do my handle? Okay. Yeah, I will. Can you? I, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, nah, the only thing I want to say is be kind to the people you meet on the way up because you're going to meet the same people on the way down. Mm. Oh, I beautiful. like that. Yeah. Tell you where can everyone find you? You know what? I, I had I had nothing else. So, so that wow, was so that's it. beautiful. Oh, that's hey, hey guys, yeah. That, yeah. no, I love it. It's a T-shirt, actually. So hey, um, if you guys want to find me, find me on Insta at Sonia S O N I A underscore Harley, like the motorcycle. And my hubby and I, you can find us at It's That Couple on on um our uh, TikTok, and then um you can also find me at Sonia Harley Official on Instagram and I just got my Facebook back because they put me in jail for doing a Chucky post and I just got it back. So that's um, Sonia Harley as well there. (laughs) Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Thank you to Sonia, my special guest host. Thank you to Bird for being on. Bird, I'd love to get you on again because I know Bear's going to shit himself. He's really upset. Absolutely, Summer. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Thank you guys Love for joining us. I'm going to bring Sonia on so as a guest. 
<laughs> I'm going to bring Sonia on as a guest because I know you guys had questions for her. We're going to have Bird back. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.